Good morning. Is it? It's not noon yet. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know. It's so bright and sunny out. It's almost like, man, it can't, can't be morning when it's that gorgeous. Although mornings are gorgeous too. I don't even know what I'm talking about up here. I'm Austin. Welcome to Waypoint. I'm glad you're here. Um, I have the opportunity here at Waypoint to um, lead and teach and help out with middle schoolers here. So that's what I do. Um, here, and I have a ton of fun do it, doing it, uh, so for you middle school, Gavin, I see you, man, awesome, he's like, don't call me out, don't do it ever again, no, you parents of middle schoolers, you, you guys, it's, they're awesome, all right, everything about them is awesome, so God made them that way for a reason, all right, okay, all right, moving on, um, so before I get started, I just want to take a second to um, just ground ourselves real quick, more ground myself, um, so I'm going to pray, and if you guys just would, uh, join me. Lord, I just, uh, I, I thank you for this opportunity, um, again, to bring a word that I believe you put on my heart, uh, I wrestled with this week, and, um, you have laid this out before me, and so, God, I just, again, I, I pray that, uh, this, everything, everything that we do here this morning, it's, it's for your glory, um, that's what this is about, God, so may you be glorified, um, amen. All right, <clears throat> but I was serious about the weather because it was nice to have a week that finally felt like spring, especially after like three inches or so of snow. Like, oh my goodness, it couldn't be more like Indiana for that to happen because only in Indiana do you hear of a term called smowing. Smowing, if you're unfamiliar with it, this was like a meme that I think my dad or mom posted, so... But it made me chuckle because I'm pretty sure I had a neighbor doing that a couple weeks ago. When you, when you got to mow, you got to mow, all right? It's got to happen, okay? So I, I just thought that was funny, but I love, I love springtime. I love springtime. I love that it brings, you know, new life, you know, all that stuff. But man, I, uh, I hate yard work. I hate yard work. And it doesn't help that I have these neighbors. I have a couple neighbors, man, that just like keep this pristine, well-manicured lawn and landscaping, and like, goodness, I thought, I totally thought, like, okay, once you become an adult, like, peer pressure, not really a thing anymore, like, that's pretty much middle school, high school, and then you become an adult, and I have never felt more pressured in my life to go out and pull weeds, let me tell you, like, for goodness sakes, and I hate, I love, I'm fine with mowing, I can throw in a podcast and just tune out, you know, I nearly fell asleep one time, but we don't. <laughs> need to talk about that. Um, I, yeah, so I don't mind. I don't mind mowing or anything. Like that, but landscaping, the bane of my existence. It really is. And so um, I have a buddy who's in this line of work. Um, he's actually going to come help help me out with it. And uh, so I'm talking to him. I'm, I'm telling him we, I have some work. Well, it needs a lot of work because it's it's getting nasty. Um, and so I'm telling him what I want to do. And I'm like, I, I think I want to put down like a patio of some sort right here. And so I'm like, can we do that? What's that going to look like? He goes, okay, well, first things first, you're, you're going to have to, you're going to have to put a foundation down. Like that's, that's first. You're going to have to level it, put a foundation and, and nope, step one. And so I'm kind of like, well, can't, can't I just like, you know, move some of the rock and just throw something down? Like, isn't that going to be, and he <laughs> kind of chuckled at me and he's like, he was like, well, you could, you could do that. But man, you, you're just one, one bad storm away from it getting, getting destroyed, getting messed up. You see, because 
storms always reveal the foundation. Storms always reveal the foundation. In the Gospel of Matthew, Gospel meaning good news, Matthew being the author, Matthew records a sermon that Jesus gave called the Sermon on the Mount. And it's, it's, it's widely known as Jesus' most famous sermon, also most definitely his longest. Some experts think that this sermon wasn't just hours long, but days, days long. Can you guys imagine? Can you guys imagine that? I, I, oof, like that's, that's rough. I mean, I know we're talking about Jesus here, but I could barely sit through the last Avengers movie, like through the whole thing, okay? Some of you can relate. They, it, I won't even dive into it. I can't because I don't have time. But the Sermon on the Mount, kind of a big deal, is it's a sermon where Jesus really dives into how to live as a part of God's kingdom, and then, and then he invites people. He invites people to join him in that. And so I want to take us to the very end of his sermon, um, and this is in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. And you know he's ending it. You know he's ending it. His disciples would have been waiting for this because he starts with, he starts the section with, therefore. If you see that, and you know, if you see that in scripture, you know they're coming to a close. Like, you know the pastor's on his final point, and the disciples would have been like, oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Right? They would have been like, yes, we were waiting for this, all right? Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose up, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, and the streams rose up, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. Storms always reveal the foundation. And unfortunately, in life, storms are a guarantee, right? Hard times, hard times are given. They're a given in this life. But lately, <clears throat> lately it just seems as if too many of us know this too well. COVID has been one heck of a storm. And... Most of us now get the term, when it rains, it pours, right? I mean, in this parable, in this story here that Jesus uses, um, it's clear that this house is just getting hit from all angles of the storm. And so in life, when the rain is pouring down, and the water's rising up, and the wind is just lashing out at you, when the storm feels like it's hitting you from all angles, do you have a foundation that can weather the storm? And that, that's, that's what I'm getting at this morning. How are you doing in this storm? What has been or is being revealed to you right now? There have been storms in my life where I have just felt like I could barely keep my head above water. Where stress and anxiety and worry are coming at me from all angles, from all aspects and facets of life. And you just get to a point, you just get to a point where you're praying, Lord, when is this going to end? When is this going to be over? 
I just need a break. Jesus, I just need a moment to catch my breath. And the thing about storms is you, you never really know. You never truly know when they're going to be over. You never know when they're going to be over. But when the storm ends, because it will end, no storm has ever lasted forever. Okay, friends? No storm has ever lasted forever. So when the storm ends, what will be left standing? In the uh, Judean desert, um, the disciples, Jesus' disciples, they would have been really familiar with, with the desert. There were two types of sand. One that you find along the coast, and one that you would find at the bottom, in the center, of a wadi. A wadi? My wife did that to me. I thought it was funny. A wadi, okay? It's a term used to refer to a dried-up riverbed. And so this is, this is what a wadi would look like. Some are much wider. It's a riverbed, right? Rivers vary in, in size and length. And so... Um, now, this uh, river, these are very common. These are common throughout the Judean desert, these wadis, right, these dried up riverbeds. They're all throughout the desert. Very common, also very dangerous. In fact, believe it or not, the most dangerous thing in the desert isn't lions, tigers, or bears. Thank you. <laughs> it's, not, it's not snakes or spiders. It's not starvation or dehydration. The most dangerous thing in the desert is a flash flood. It is a flood. And so, it's because when these bad storms come and the heavy rainfall comes down, these wadis fill up, and they overflow, and this water takes all the loose and unstable things with it. And before you know it, this storm miles away is bringing chaos and havoc to a home near you. And so, uh, this, is, this is an image of when these wadis start to kind of fill up, Okay, and then here is an image of a, is of a deadly wadi that happened in the Judean desert just a couple years back. And so as you can see, it just it floods roads and it enters cities and just takes out power. Like, it does some serious damage. Some of us, we, we remember Goshen just a couple years ago, right? Like, that was a big deal. And so these flash floods, they were very dangerous, very dangerous. And so when Jesus taught his disciples to build their house on the rock... Instead of the sand, I think the disciples probably would have chuckled a little bit. They would have been like, duh, of course you don't build your house in the middle of a wadi. Like, only an idiot would do that. Why would you do that? And Jesus would have been like, exactly. That's my point. When you put your faith and trust in things that can fail you, you are building your house on the sand. So I'll ask again, what has the storms in your life revealed about your foundation. And maybe, maybe you don't like what's being revealed. The storms in my life revealed things at the time that I really just wish would have stayed covered. Um, things like pride, things like selfishness, things like anger, addiction, anxiety, Things that I didn't, I didn't want to deal with, but I realized that it was these things that were underneath what I was trying to build my life on, and even the smallest storms would come in and they would take me out. But, hey, I put that patio down anyway, right? Because it seemed like the path of least resistance at the time. 
And so when we put our faith and trust in things like our image or our work or our bank account or our health or how well our kids are doing or even politics, we are setting ourselves up. We are in, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Especially when storms come because those are the things that seem to get hit the hardest. Right? More often than not, those are the things that get hit the hardest. When your business is struggling to find success, when you've lost your job, because of a crisis, your bank accounts run dry and the paychecks just aren't cutting it anymore, or out of nowhere, cancer, or a serious medical condition, or your kids are struggling with depression and anxiety because of the pressure to succeed and just be good at everything. Or maybe that candidate that you really wanted to get elected didn't, and now America's going to hell in a handbasket, which ironically seems to happen every four years. When we put our faith and trust in things that can fail us, we are setting ourselves up, friends, for a life riddled with bitterness, hatred, jealousy, discord, selfishness, and anger, and envy, and addiction, and anxiety. I was having coffee with a friend of mine a week ago, and this is, this is something that we do. Uh, we get together every week. We talk about life. We talk about how we're doing. We hold each other accountable. And so he starts telling me about his dad, and now I know his dad. His dad is just one of the most friendly, outgoing, like uplifting dudes you ever meet. He's one of those guys that when you talk to him, and or he sees you somewhere, he comes up, and he asks you how you're doing. And, like, you can just tell. Like, when he asks you how you're doing, you can just tell that he's asking you because he cares about how you're doing. You, you guys know those people. Like, you have these people in your lives. That, man, that's a great guy. So my friend's telling me about how ever since COVID, his, his, his dad has changed. His dad has changed. Since COVID, he's, he's become angry. He's become pessimistic, he's become negative, and it, and it is like he just sucks the life out of the room that he's in. And as I'm reflecting on this, this message, this, this, I was like, man, storms, they reveal your foundation. When you, it, it, it's, what does it look like? What does it look like to build our house on the rock? What does that even mean? It means that our foundation is in Jesus. And I know, I know that might sound cliche, like, Jesus is my rock. What does that mean? Right? And we, we wonder about it sometimes. And I think this is what it means. I know this is what it means. It means we build our foundation on Jesus. If you remember this parable, this story about these two men, it comes at the very end of the Sermon on the Mount, right? And Jesus, these two men, Jesus compares them, and these two men have several things in common, right? They're both builders. They both heard Jesus' teaching, and they both experienced storms. And the difference between them wasn't, wasn't caused by ignorance, but actually ignoring what Jesus said. 
You see, Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, they are like a wise man who builds their house on the rock. And likewise, everyone who hears these words but does not put them into practice, they are like the foolish man who builds his house in the sand. Everyone, did you catch that? Everyone heard Jesus' words. The difference between the wise man and the fool wasn't that one heard it and the other didn't. It was that one heard it and did nothing about it. Jesus' brother James says he calls us to be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Friends, it is through acting and living out the word in our lives that allows it to take root that allows a foundation to be set and to be built upon. Just hearing the words of Jesus doesn't transform us. It's actually living and doing the words of Jesus that brings transformation in the process so we can understand what it means to build our house on the rock. If you're curious about what it looks like to be doers of the word, can I just encourage you to, to read? Read through that Sermon on the Mount. It's three chapters. Read through that Sermon on the Mount, Matthew's chapter, Matthew chapter 5 through 7. Because in this, Jesus teaches us how to be doers of the word, what it looks like to be a part of his kingdom according to his values, what it looks like to build our foundation on this. And then he wraps up this teaching by calling his audience to consider making a choice. Will you place your hope and your faith and your trust in him? Because when hard times come, because they're going to come, that foundation, Jesus won't break. When the storm is beating you from all sides and everything is falling around you, you can stand on him. He won't be swept away. He won't falter. Jesus won't fail you. Friends, if you place your hope and your faith in Jesus and allow his very words to be the foundation for your life, you can live with love in a world full of hate. You can have joy in a world full of sorrow. You can have peace in a world full of storms. You can have freedom in a world full of bondage. I don't, so, so here, here's the thing. I don't know where you guys are at this morning. I don't, I don't. I don't know your story. And maybe you're here thinking, Austin, like, that sounds great. But dude, my house is, my house is so far downstream. My house is so far down. It's practically in the ocean, man. And I just, I just want to encourage you. You are not, you are never, you're never too far gone for Jesus. You are never too far gone. Jesus has seen it all, he's seen everything, and he still calls you by name to redeem you because you're his. So, I've been thinking about this, uh, this, this, this message, and it reminded me of, there's a hymn uh, that it reminded me of, that has been <laughs> like a solid rock in my life. And it, it, it speaks to that. 
that speaks to the idea that on Christ is this solid rock that I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And some of you might know this song. Some of you might know this hymn. There's been renditions of it that are beautiful. Um, we're just going to, Justin's awesome voice and his talents on the keys, and that's how we're going to do it this morning. But I want to encourage you to, however you're feeling, maybe you want to stand, because that's, that's, what this, that's what this means for you. Or maybe you want to sit. But I encourage you to sing, and as you sing, I encourage you to reflect on these words. To reflect and pray over and just think about what these words mean for you right now in your life. Will you allow Jesus and his very words to be the foundation for your life? Not just hearing them, but doing them. Because, friends, it's when we do the word of God in our lives, I believe it builds up this resilience in us so that when the storms come crashing into our lives, we are able to withstand them because our hope and our faith is on Jesus who does not change. But it's on us. We must consciously and constantly be building our foundation on the rock, on the words of Jesus Christ, and then walking them out. Because if we're not living out the words of Jesus in our lives, when the storms come, they take us out. And so it's a challenge for you all this week to consider this. But I, I, I would just encourage you, I would encourage you to reflect on this this morning. And so we're going we're gonna to sing this, and again, I, I just worship however you please, but reflect on these words. built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Oh. 
Cause oath is covenant and his blood support me in the whelming flood when all around my soul gives way he then is all my hope and stay on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand oh make these words true, everybody. Let's stand together. Let's stand on this truth. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Jesus, that's our prayer this morning. God, I pray that these people are here for a reason, Lord. I don't know what, it, I don't know why. <laughs> They're here in this room to hear this word. And so, God, I just pray that you're working. I know you're working. And Jesus, as we sing this, let it change us. And we go out and we remember when the storms come in our life, when the chaos hits, Lord, that you are a rock. Because we've developed ways to deal with others as we love them amidst whatever life throws at us, whatever the enemy throws at us, Lord, that we are rooted in your word and we're living out that word so we can be love in a world full of hate, joy in a world full of sorrow, and peace in the storm and that you do that in our lives. So Jesus, we thank you for being our rock. We thank you Jesus, for showing us, showing us how to be a human. Thank you for your work on the cross, Lord. This is for your glory. This is for your work. We love you and we praise you. Amen.